morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Trucker Podcast, current events, local, world news, and trending. I am your host, Ben from London, Ontario, Canada. Welcome to the Trucker Podcast. It is 9.30 a.m. September the 19th. Thank you for joining me. And how dare these anti-vaccinators enter schools to protest. And Ontario residents need to reinstate driver's license, license plates, stickers, renewal requirements coming into effect. and gentlemen, thank you for joining me here on the Truckers Podcast. I am your host, Doug, from London, Ontario, Canada. I hope everybody out there is enjoying your weekend. You know, here across southern Ontario, the weather the weather have, has been absolutely beautiful. It's going to be another really nice day out here across southern Ontario with blue skies all around and marking this is the last weekend, officially, you know, summer is coming to an end here across Canada. Coming into the fall months, and then, of course, you know, that that dreaded season, winter time, you know, for some of us that do not like it, but um, it's coming, but... uh, Forecast, you know, still says, you know, through, you know, the end of September, um, into October, um, we'll still have some nice seasonal weather and that, but um, officially, you know, this is the last weekend of summer. Thank you for joining uh, me this morning. Now, throughout the uh, course of this um, pandemic, um, when we're into stay-at-home orders, um, businesses closed down, and that when it came when it came to um, your driver's license, it came to uh, your um, license plate sticker, um, renewing your health cards. Um, you know, the Ontario government put a hold on those things because Service Ontario. Um, you know, wasn't open at the time when we were going through all these shutdowns. And um, so, you know, at that time, obviously, you couldn't renew your license or your plate stickers or your health cards. But as things opened up and, and, you know, when then, you know, Service Ontario reopened again, um, you could go online and renew your documents or you could go at, to service Ontario um, to get your stickers and stuff like that see um, throughout this pandemic um, so when things opened up um, I would go get the sticker for my plate for my license plate 
and that my driver's license doesn't renew for another two years. You know, my health card doesn't renew for another two year two years. So I didn't have to worry about anything like that. Just get the sticker on my license plate so my plates are valid and that. So now the government has saying that anybody out there, um, you know, you didn't renew your, your license, your um, health card, your your driver's license, your, your sticker for your plates, you have until February to update your documents. Now, the government, you know, is warning people with expired driver's licenses, license plate stickers, photo cards and health cards to renew their documents as they reinstate renewal requirements. Back on the September 1st, the most licenses, license plate stickers, Ontario photo cards and health cards would need to be renewed by February the 28th, 2022. They're giving you this much time because they know that, you know, there's there's backlogs. I mean, people who who are booked road tests, you know, to, to get their driver's license. And that, you know, everything is behind. Everything is backed up. So they're giving you ample time. Now, you have to get your documents up to date. What's going to take place is going to be, you're going to have to, not only when you go and pay, you know, for your, your license plate sticker to re, be, to, re, to be renewed, you're also going to have to pay for the previous year. So 2020. So if you drove, you know, with an expired driver's license for the whole year of 2020 and you didn't have a renewed sticker on your plates for 2020, you're going to have to pay for the year of 2020 plus the rest of the year of 2021. They're not giving you they're not giving you a freebie, you know, just because they said during the pandemic, during our lockdowns and, and business closures and everything else, you know, they didn't say this was going to be free. You know, so for those out there, you know, who haven't done this already, so your license plate stickers here in Ontario cost you $120. And that's for the year 2020 and 2021. So that's $240 you're going to have to come up with. And for those out there, you know, um, who uh, got um, provincial tickets, um, not just, uh, you know, speeding tickets or 
or whatever, but the provincial fines that were handed out for people who broke the rules. And those fines were 800, excuse me, were $880 on top of your renewal fees for your license plates, stickers, you're talking over $1,000 to, to, to get everything up to date. If in fact you had one of those provincial fines. Now for the novice driver's license holders, the class one or the class G one, G two, the motorcycle M one and M two, uh, will have until December 31st, 2022 to requalify for an upgrade their novice driver's license. So they're giving you a pretty good extended time, you know, as well for that. So, like I said here, the government said people who have not renewed their products during the extended validity period will be required to pay the fee for previous years in addition to the current year renewal fee. Like I said, you don't get nothing for free. Yes, we had to go into shutdown. Yes, we had to close non-essential business. Yes, we had to do all these things throughout the pandemic. But things when things did reopen and Service Ontario was open, uh, you, you, know, you had to check. You had to go and check the, the, their hours of operation in order to, to uh, uh, renew your documents. Um, I did so at the time because my sticker for my plates renewed in June. Renews every June. So even over the course, you know, coming coming into 2020, so down in June 2020, you know, this is when, you know, restrictions were starting to be eased. And, you know, I took full opportunity to get my sticker for my plate. So, you know, I didn't have to, but you know, I wasn't going to wait and then, you know, have to pay the back fee on top of that. You know, I think it's ridiculous that we have to pay for a sticker for a license plate and being $120. I think that's just outrageous for a little sticker that you put on your plate to show that it's valid. But that's the way it is. So with all these backlogs and everything over this course of course of this pandemic and the government tell you that, you know, we're going to give you um, an extended period of time in order to renew your doctor, your documents, because your health cards here across Ontario are health cards have have our photo same with our driver's license it has our photo so every five years you have to renew your photo id now They're talking about approximately 17% of people here in Ontario um, plan 
you know, they're telling them to plan ahead and renew their documents online. So, you know, like I said, the hours of operations, see the Ontario service, Ontario, I mean, they, 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 oh, they were open Monday to Saturday, but the, over the course of this pandemic, they weren't open on Saturdays. And that's when a lot of people, you know, went and renewed their documents was on the weekend, you know, depending on, on what they were doing during the week, you know, shift work and, and all these things. Um, but now you have no excuse. You have absolutely no excuse um, to get your documents up to date because after the deadline and you still haven't renewed for, you know, like your, your sticker for your license plate, well, then you're subject to a, 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 a provincial fine and your health card, your photo health card, um, you have to get it renewed. I mean, a lot of people, you know, a lot of people use walk-in clinics, you know. Um, so if you don't have a renewed health card and you go to a walk-in clinic, the walk-in clinic will refuse you. And then you say, you know, oh, we have health care here in Ontario. It doesn't matter if we have health care here in Ontario. Your documents have to be up to date. So then if you go to the hospital, I mean, the hospital is not going to turn you down, but that's not the point. The point is, is that now you have ample time to do this. To get things renewed. So for all you Ontarians out there who had just, you know, relaxed, you know, given the government saying you didn't have to renew these things at certain times. And now, you know, as things are, you know, getting a little bit better, um, we're staying open. Now is the time to renew your documents. So get out there and do it because now the police, after these dates, you will be subject to a provincial fine for your sticker on your license plates. Now, Coming again, like I mentioned over the weekend yesterday as well, you know, um, starting September the 22nd here in Ontario, Canada, everybody would need to have proof that they are fully vaccinated in order to get into bars, restaurants, gyms, movie theaters, sporting events, concerts, starting September the 22nd. 
Now, this is something that the Ontario government at one point in time said that, you know, he didn't want to, you know, come out with these um, vaccine passports or proof of vaccination. He felt that, you know, he didn't want to have a split society. And being that um, British Columbia, Alberta, Manitoba, Quebec, and now here in Ontario, that this is going to be a requirement for anybody who wants to, like I said, go to the bars, dine-in restaurant, going to the gym, movie theaters, sporting events. Now that is going to be um, the vaccine certificate that you received, whether it was in paper form or it was sent to your email address in a PDF form, which you can keep it on your phone or you can still print it and carry the paper copy with you. Now, who is going to be responsible to check to make sure that you have your vaccine certificate with you after September the 22nd? Is it going to be the employees of all these establishments? Is it going to be management? Is it going to be the owner? Who, who should this onus be put upon? Right? My feeling about this is that it should be the owners of these restaurants, the bars, the gyms, top management in the movie theaters, management at the, at the sporting events, hockey arenas, football arenas, whatever the case may be, you know, not the employees. And they have to know exactly what they're looking for, because not only do you have to show this vaccine certificate, you also have to have a piece of identification with your photo. So your driver's license, your health card, to show that this is you who is in possession of this vaccine certificate. Now, over the course uh, of when the government here in Ontario was announcing that this is, good, this is going to take effect on September the 22nd, and some of the uh, one big concern out there is that, you know, people showing up to dine in a restaurant or whatever the case may be. And then causing a problem because they're not vaccinated. The minister of health here in Ontario, you know, 
She said if these people show up, they're making a scene that you call 911. Now that's ridiculous. 911 is an emergency number that you call when there is a real emergency. Not just because some anti-vaxxer shows up and starts making a scene. You call the non-emergency number if need be. Now, they're not really expecting a whole lot of problems, you know, but problems always arise. Now, what, you know, ladies and gentlemen, I mean, with, with the, with, with, with people, um, out there, um, basically, you know, the anti-vaxxers, um, medical exemptions can only be given by your doctor. And you have to have a real, you have to have a real problem of why you can't get vaccinated. I mean, your doctor isn't just going to write a letter you know, to whom this may concern, little Johnny is exempt from getting the vaccine, signed the doctor. It's not how it works. Now, doctors ha- have, have come forward and, and have said that, you know, patients or people, whatever, ha- have asked for exemptions who are not even qualified to have a health exemption. Thinking that their doctor would just, you know, write them their little letter, you know, to get out of it. It's not going to happen. I mean, you actually think that your doctor is going to put his license in jeopardy for you? Because you don't have any underlying conditions? You don't have a real serious condition that can prevent you from getting the vaccine. Doctors aren't just going to just write out letters, ladies and gentlemen. They have to fill out medical forms. They have to fill out all these things. But people have already tried that. The Medical Association has made it very clear that doctors just don't push the piece of paper. Now, it's going to be a test of time. You know, this is something that we haven't um, seen anything before. You know, in, in, in our lifetime, in this in this day and age, in the 21st century. New things coming up all the time. Now this vaccine passport. 
or, or your vaccine certificate. We call it a certificate. We won't call it a passport because a vaccine passport, you know, is probably going to use for something like that for travel, for traveling to other countries. Because other countries are going to be require you to be vaccinated and you're going to have to have some sort of a vaccine passport. Now, the provincial government here in Ontario, they're working on the QR code which will be unique to each individual. And that, you know, that's coming out in October. But in the meantime, starting on September the 22nd, you'll have, you'll have your paper form or you'll have your PDF form that, you know, if, if you have a cell phone, it'll be uh, on your, on, on your cell phone which mine is, and which I plan on still printing out the paper form just to have in my wallet, be easier to show them, you know, and pull out my driver's license with my photo on it so that they go, yeah, this is Doug, right? I'm not somebody else. So, but when it comes to who's going to be doing this at the doorways, if you're going to be dining inside a restaurant. Now for right now, ladies and gentlemen, patios are exempt from that because it's outdoors. So you can, you know, sit on a patio if you're not vaccinated, but you cannot dine indoors. Yes, you can use the restrooms. Of course, if you're dining outside on a patio, you can use the restaurants, but masks are required when you get up from the table. Everybody knows this. Everybody is doing this. When you're getting up from the table and leaving, you put your mask on and you leave. Everybody is doing this. There hasn't been a real, you know, really serious problem. There has been problems sporadically around, you know, with, with mask wearing. But I think it should be management. I think it should be the owners stepping up starting September 22nd and manning the, the, uh, the doors to people who want to dine in, you know, because it might be a rainy day. It might be a really cool night. And, you know, you don't want to sit on a patio. You want to sit inside. You know, so you're going to have to show your vaccine certificate. Now, out in Alberta, they are hitting a crisis. Provinces across Canada um, saying that they will um, step up and help Alberta if need be to transfer patients um, to other hospitals across the country. Now, back over the course of the summertime, you know, Alberta um, lifted their restrictions and now they're in a crisis. Their top doctor of health 
has even come out on national television and have apologized, you know, for her, her role in, in lifting these restrictions. You know, yeah, of course, you know, um, all these policies and procedures in place, you know, that's good. You wear your mask, um, have, have, uh, sanitizers and packs. Yeah. They even come in like the, the little small, little small bottles that, you know, you could keep in your car and, and stuff like that and sanitize your hands and, and wear your mask and stuff like that. And that's great. And I appreciate that. I thank you for doing that. And I thank you for doing your part. Now, with, with what's going on in Alberta, you know, they are in a crisis. And you think we'd learn from the test of time over the course of this pandemic, you know, opening up, have to shut down again, opening up, have to shut down here. That happened here in Ontario three times. You know, we here in Ontario, um, we have enough people vaccinated here in Ontario that we could lift the restrictions, but we're not going to do that. We're about 78% fully vaccinated, you know, but they want to hit that 90% mark. And when, when the vaccine certificate announcement came out, you know, uh, you know, people, you know, getting their second doses, people getting their first doses, you know, we had a really large increment of people coming out and, and getting vac- getting their first shot and then eventually going to get their second shot, you know, and then, you know, they're talking a couple months. It could be, you know, by the end of October, early November, we're here in Ontario you know, we could provincially, uh, provincially uh, hit that 90%. But they're still not going to move us out of the stage three reopening. We'll be in it through the course of the fall, the winter, and into the spring. But with these vaccine certificates, you know, they want to protect... They want to protect everybody. You know, you know, I said, I, I said the other day that, you know, if, if anti-vaxxers out there are looking for empathy, they're not going to get it from me. And I'm not going to apologize for that. And they're not going to get it from millions of other Canadians who are fully vaccinated or have gotten their first dose and looking to get fully vaccinated, we're not going to give you any empathy because you're an anti-vaxxer. We're just not. Now, with, with the protests that were held outside of hospitals, of all places, they hold these protests outside of hospitals to these very people 
who's always been on the front line, never mind a, a, a pandemic, they've always been on the front line to help you. And you protest outside these hospitals and you, and you harass the employees. You harass patients going into the hospital. You block entrances and exits for emergency vehicles. These are not the places to protest. These doctors, these nurses, these patients, they didn't make the rules. The government makes these rules. You want to protest, you go and protest in front of your municipal government office. Well, you go down to Queens Park in Toronto and you protest the government. You stay away from these hospitals and you don't harass these employees, these doctors and nurses, these very people who's always been there for us when you have to go into the hospital, whether you're coming in by an ambulance or you're able to still walk into that emergency department and they're there to help you. The other problem that has that, that has um, arised with these anti-vaxxers, and this this just happened recently, ladies and gentlemen, and, and welcome welcome to the people entering the Truckers Podcast here. I appreciate you coming on my show and, and listening. Now, this recently just happened with these anti-vaxxers. This is a small community in British Columbia. No, we don't need it, you know, because, you know, with, with the anti-vaxxers, you know, look, look, at I look at it this way with these anti-vaxxers. You're part of the problem. You're not part of the solution. Well, I mean, that, that's, that's, that's good. You know, you're not an anti-vaxxer. You haven't taken the shot yet. Um, you have your own personal reasons why you haven't, but you know, now what happened here in this small community um, out in British Columbia, anti-vaxxers entering elementary schools. How dare these anti-vaxxers enter these elementary schools? First of all, you have no business to enter an elementary school unless you have a child that goes there. It forced that school into a lockdown. No one in, no one out.
And, you know, here's the thing. You know, one thing, you know what, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to tell you something right now. I am not afraid to voice my opinion. I am not afraid to center out individuals who do things like this. Hello there. Hello there. And I am the same as you, my friend. I am not shy. I'm from England. I'm not shy whatsoever to voice my opinion. And I, you know what? We can agree to disagree as well. Do you understand that? Yes. You know? And yes. I, I like people like that. If someone screams at me and tries to push, like you're saying, I've only just come in, so I'm not going to judge you. I will never judge anyone. But I've just automatically assumed a little bit in my head where, like what I heard you say is that like these people are the problem now. Look, some people are allergic to certain stuff, you know, and they can't have a certain th this jab. I don't call it a vaccine anyway. But at the end of the day, one percent of the population has been hit with it. it. You know, the flu kills more people. But at the end of the day, it's cool. You know, shit is happening. There is a there is a virus, definitely without fail. I'm not one of them people who are saying that there isn't. But people have got different reasons for not taking the jab, and I think that people shouldn't stereotype them because of, you know, you automatically stereotyping people going anti-vaxxers if you've not taken the jab. And that is not the point. Now, that's my question to you, really. So what do you think about that? Well, you know, you are right about people. There are reasons for, for some people who can't get vaccinated. Like you say, they might you know, be allergic to, to whatever uh, may, may be in the vaccine. Um, they may be, um, they may have a phobia um, of needles. No, not that. It's not right? phobia. No. I mean, health conditions. Look, my friend's got yes. a health condition where he has a, he has narrow, you know, his arteries to his heart. He's got narrowing, they're narrowing, yeah. He had that yes. anyway. I suppose it's called angina, isn't it? But um, yes. so, 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 like, now he had the second jab. Now, I'm not saying this for anybody or everybody, he's still alive, you know. But like, this is just one off experience with the person that I'm close to, you know. So, my personal experience with someone else, and it's true. And he said, Well, the doctor did say that. He, he, he said, don't take the, take the booster because uh, the second jab did, did do something. Like it, it, it reacted to his heart because he had to go into hospital for three days and he had to put stents into his arteries, you know, to open the valves up in order for his blood to flow. And it quickened a reaction. It's like a catalyst. So some people know, but some people it will, it will cause a problem, you know. So yes. with certain with people with certain problems, it, even doctors will advise them to not have it due to their problems. And then there's people out there that just don't know that and just automatically assume, you know. And I don't like it. I think it's out of order. I think it's foul play because you know everyone's individual, you know. But I'm not being no. funny with you. I'm just giving my point. You know, you know what I mean. No, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, even here, you know, here, even here in Canada, um, you know, there, there are exceptions. You know. Yeah, yeah. Thank you yeah. for calling me from England. You know, no, thank you for listening to me, and you know, and listening as well as me listening to you is very important, and I like it because there's two sides of every coin, you know. Every, every. Yeah, 
I mean, of course, there's going to be exemptions, um, you know, for people um, who are not able to um, get vaccinated for medical reasons and for heart problems and, and stuff like that. And those are, are um, legitimate reasons. Um, but when I when I say anti-vaxxers, I'm just talking about people who are just ignorant to the fact about the yeah. vaccines. That's the type the type of people who I'm talking to, and the type yeah. of people that you know are protesting outside of our hospitals when that is not the place. Yeah, to be I don't doing agree it. with any of that. I don't see. This is the thing. Like me, I'm quite easy. Like. Like, I, I don't agree with any of that. I don't agree with protesting. I believe that people should live and let live. Do you get what I'm saying? Yes. So, like, at the end of the day, people should not be looking at other people. You should look at yourself and do what you feel is best for yourself. Because a lot of people nowadays think about other people but in the wrong way. You know, you're meant to help your fellow neighbour, not, not just put them down. You know what I mean? And it's like, in this day and age now, everyone's out for themselves and, I've always got something to say against someone. I believe in good criticism and stuff, but I don't believe in just throwing someone down all the time and, you know, not even trying to pick people up because if you're throwing information at someone and you're trying to help them, I suppose that if you didn't say nothing, you wouldn't care. If you say something, you do care. So, you know, yeah. It's, yeah. it's a good thing, you know, and like with the anti-vaxxers and stuff like, and with people who are worried, you know, like you've got pregnant, you've got people who are getting pregnant at young age and they don't want to take the flipping jab, you know, and it's That's like, right. well, 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 you know, they don't know what can happen. Like what happened in the 1970s, was it, you know, the flidamides, you know what I mean? You had flidamides over a, a pregnancy, they give it like fl fluoric acid or you give them something that was a uh, summer anyway and it messed up. You know, so it's like, you know, sometimes things can mess up. And again, there's always that in your mind, you know. Oh, absolutely. So you've got to let people, you've got to let people make their own decisions without judging them, I suppose. Yeah, you know, I mean. And yeah. sacking the NHS staff because they're not, they're not fucking, you know, in our country, you know what they've done? They've scrapped the COVID passport, you know, for uh, going into clubs and bars and where uh, social events. Okay. Yeah. They've scrapped it. Look it up on Google. England have scrapped it. Yeah, because they know it. If, there's just too many people out there that ain't having the jab in England. There's just a lot of people that have, but there's a lot of people that haven't as well. And it's not just down to outright ignorance. I'll tell you that now. Some people are like that, you know. But yes. some people yeah. are. You know what I mean? So there is two sides to every story. I understand that. And hello, Mr. Steels. I hope you're doing well, Fabe. Fucking hell, you've come into your real name. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah, know but, everyone. <laughs> we'll yeah, but when when I'm talking about you know with the with these these protests, you know, at, you're going in into elementary schools and, and protesting. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's how happening. can they even get in? How can they get into these elementary schools? How? Well, because in our well, schools are locked up. You even and we ain't even got guns thrown around. Like, how can people just walk into schools? That's weird, bro. Well, I know, and that's what I'm saying. I mean, the only people that, you know, when, when like, we are, like, the classes are back in, kids are going back to school. I yeah. mean, the only people that are allowed to enter the, the school are the students, the people that work there, and the parents that have their children in these schools. You just can't walk into a school. You know what I mean? So they're now the anti-vaxxers. Now, you know, they are going, and, and they they enter these elementary schools, and then it prompts them to, to go into lockdown. No, I know. You know, it's just absolutely, I mean, that, you know, when I was reading this story the other day there, I mean, it just really ticked me off. 
You know, it's like, like grow the hell up, you know? And I mean, these people are just, you know, when we talk about anti-vaxxers, we talk about people who are just ignorant. Well, you, know yeah, I mean? you know what it is? I think they're concentrating on, on something they don't really need to concentrate on. I think they need to concentrate on themselves more than going to a rally and doing shit like that. To be sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I did want to, I did want to bring this up, you know, you know, with this. It's been um, happening, happening with everything, though, ain't it? It's been happening with everything. You've got the Black Lives Matter movement. You've got my side, Brexit, and the Black Lives Matter movement moved down to here a little bit as well. And, like, like, like that ain't been going on for fucking 100 years or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So why is the media just throwing it out there now, man? Like, fucking yeah. Like, it shocked me, I've got to be honest, the way everything happened, like, we, so many things happened in like 1920 to 21, man. It's like, like the, the beginning though was weird. Even all the fucking, what was it? You know, all the celebrities, all the Hollywood, you know, all that. It all yes. happened at the same time. It's like, it was media frenzy at that stage, man. Weird. And then everything locked down. It was like, shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Did it affect you in your work? Um, no, uh, not in my job because um, I, I drive a drive truck. Um, yeah. So you know, fortunately, you know, Looking, I was able to yeah. to work through the, through all this, and then you know the people. Well, I'm the same. To- I, I was lucky. I, I I work for certain people, and like I'm an engineer, so yeah, I I, I had to make things for hospitals and shit, and you know, mm-hmm. so yeah, mad shit though, man. Yeah. 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 It stopped my missus from working though. She was working in a hospital, yeah. One of the biggest oh. ones in England. And and she 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 got stopped from working due to uh like there were seven wards that were down. <laughs> Even though there's wow. meant to be a massive influx in people like, but yeah, somewhere and seven wards are down. Yeah. Uh, and that's was at that that was at that stage, like I swear to God. Like that was uh, our first beginning of all this shit happening. And then, like, my kids are off for a year and a half. You know yeah. how much problems that is? Do you know what I mean? Do you know how yes. hard that is? That And when you're working full-time, it's, like, it's unreal. It's such a strain. You yeah. Know? So everything's been hard. But hopefully things start picking up now. I, I reckon it will. Mm. Yeah, I think, I think so, too. I mean, um, you know, here, um, you know, across Canada – I think our vaccination rate is something like 77 or 78 percent. Yeah. You know, so, and it is still going up, you know, um, even, you know, people, because you have to, you have to account just for, you know, the single shot and then the double shot, you know, stuff like that. So it's kind of like all over the board and stuff like that. I mean, um, Alberta, the province here, here in Ontario, they're now in a crisis. With with in this fourth wave, and but they they had over the summertime had loosened their restrictions, mm-hmm. and and time and time you know even here it's in gonna, Ontario, look, it's hard. He had immunity in the end, man. Yeah, that's, in the end, that's what's going to happen. Like, you you know, I reckon majority of people are asymptomatic, symptomatic, whatever the fuck you want to call it. You that's know what right. I mean? I, I, I believe I, I believe that to be honest with you. So yeah. Yeah, like I think our immune systems are stronger than that. If we get older, we could possibly die of it, just like influenza. You know, that's that's right. Strange. So, like, yeah. 
this is the thing. Lower immune people, older people, you know, that's who it's hitting at the minute, you know. I understand, yeah. I understand the risks, but, you know, that is what it is. And, uh, you know, we are sh- healthy and strong at the minute. But if you have got any underlying problems, if you do take the jab, I've heard that it will bring them out. <laughs> I've heard, I don't know why, but that's what I'm not saying. I'm no fucking scientist or no. fucking, you know what I mean? But that's what I've heard. And I'm like, okay, you know, but I hear a lot of things. So it's quite irrelevant to me anyway. You know what I mean? I'm going to yeah, do well, what I want to do when I want to do it. And it's as simple as that. Yeah. Well, here in Ontario, um, Canada, we, we don't get stopped either. You know, I can go anywhere, do anything I want. No one yeah. stops me from doing anything. Yeah, in England, it's completely different to the way the regimes are in like Australia. Australia, yeah. you know how that's been dealt with. Whew. Yes, <laughs> shocking, shocking. Yes, yeah. I ain't yeah. got no rights. It's unreal. It's like a prison state. Oh God, you know, and they're like they're like a, they're they're an island. Yeah, you know, like England is an island too, but yeah, it's smaller. Yeah. But yeah, but you know, but you know, we're just starting. Like like I said earlier, like September the twenty second. You know, just a couple of days. You know, we're gonna be. You know, people have to have this vaccine certificate. You, you know, to, to, you don't have to do anything. It's against your human rights, my friend. Well, um, you don't we have can, to. You know, yeah, we can, we can get into what what is human rights and what's not human rights, but and I've no, talked about human that rights before. Choice, no, it's choice, my friend. Like it's a thing that you have got. It's called a it's a right that you've got. Even I've got it, and it's called human rights, mate. You, you seriously have got that, and it's a choice, and it's up yes. to you. If you die of the COVID, then you die of the COVID. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, I understand. I fully understand what you're what you're saying. I've got, there. I've got, look, I've yeah. got to go on mute though. I'm still listening. My missus is coming back. Oh. <laughs> so, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, yeah, human rights and, and stuff like that. You know, um, yeah, we all have it. You know, um, but you know, the government also has the uh, um, the emergency uh, response act at all provincial levels. Uh, at the federal level, they have the, the Emergency Response Act, which, you know, falls in the Constitution, um, you know, here in Canada uh, of, you know, what the government can and cannot do, you know, um, is the government um, overstepping their boundaries on vaccine certificates? Um, I don't I don't think so. Um, you know, uh Obviously, when 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 governments are mandating such things as as closures, um, obviously, um, you know, consulting um, legal experts and, and stuff like that. But when there is a threat to human life, whether it's war or it is um, diseases, infections, and stuff like this, you know, it's it's the government's responsibility to protect its citizens. And that's why we have these emergency order acts in place at the provincial level and the federal level. Right. So, but what I'm getting at here, and I'm sure this caller understands, and I'm sure that you understand, you know, when I, you know, anti-vaxxers, you know, I, you know, specifically the people who, will not 
and, and not have any legitimate reasons why they just simply don't want to get the vaccine. I'm not talking about those people out there who, who can't, or I'm not talking about those people out there, you know, who really have a real phobia, you know, of needles, who are afraid of needles. And that's real. Now, I'm not talking about people like that. I'm just talking about the ignorance. You know, and people, you know, going into an elementary school to protest. Protesting outside of hospitals through the very people that are there to help you, regardless of a pandemic. That's what I'm talking about, ladies and gentlemen. The, just the pure ignorance. The, the, the pure ignorance. Sooner or later, you know, we will move forward. We will eventually get out of this. You know, but in the meantime, you know, whether it's the federal level, whether here, like, you know, it's the provincial level or whatever, you know, it's the, the state or whatever the case may be, however, you know, in, in, in your country of what you call each place here in Canada, it's provinces. You know, the government, you know, as things move forward and stuff like that, they're going to make adjustments. These vaccine certificates are not permanent. It's a temporary measure in order to help protect people. Something that isn't going to be here forever. You know, being in stage three reopening, I mean, it allows us to do a lot of things, you know, one step away from normalcy is what it is, but we're going to be in the holding pattern for a little while as, you know, people, you know, get vaccinated, you know, and, and like, you know, there's always going to be people out there who are not going to get vaccinated. There's people out there who never get the flu shot. You know, because not because, you know, they're an anti-vaxxer. And of course it is choice. You choose what you want to do. And there's always going to be that. But where they're talking about here when, when we, the vaccine certificates come into effect, this isn't punishment for people who don't want to get vaccinated. It's not punishment. It was just protecting people. We're protecting lives. Because this virus in this Delta, Delta variant, you know, it knows no age, gender. Kids to teenagers to young adults to the elderly. all the case counts that we have here in Ontario, you know, 800 cases, 600 of them are in the unvaccinated. And then you have the percentage of people who have the one dose. And then you have the percentage of people who has the second dose. 
right? This is not a cure. If it was a cure, we would be eradicating it. It's like the flu shot is not a cure for the flu. The flu is always going to be here. Flu season comes and goes every single year. And and like others, and, and like anything else, there are still people out there who don't get vaccinated. For whatever reasons they have. But when I'm talking about anti-vaxxers, I'm just talking about these, these uh, um, people. You know, when you're entering elementary schools to protest, I mean, that's just absolutely ridiculous. These are children that you're now going to bother. Never mind standing outside of the hospitals and blocking the entrances and harassing patients going in and harassing people who work there, the very people who are trying to help you. That is just absolutely ridiculous. Protest at, at your government municipal offices. Protest at, at, at Queen's Park in Toronto. Stay away from these other public places. I want to thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining me this morning and the caller from England and everybody who's coming out here. Sean, I'm sorry I can't read all your comments all, you know, um, throughout the show and stuff like that. Um, the listeners out here, the people who are out here can obviously can um, read them. It's like that to come up pretty quick. You know, I have my my uh, laptop to my right, my monitor uh, to my left here uh, with the show up on that second monitor and that, and I appreciate your comments and, and everything else like that. And I appreciate you taking the time out of your day, whether it's morning, evening, nighttime, wherever you are from around the world. I thank you for joining me here on the truckers podcast. Um, like I said earlier, coming out here this morning, it's a beautiful day out here, beautiful sunshine, beautiful skies. It's going to be a really nice warm day again today, being the last weekend of summertime. Tomorrow, the 20th and the 21st becomes fall time. And of course, tomorrow um, is the uh, federal election here in Canada. So for those who um, haven't uh, voted earlier or haven't voted by mail, um, get out tomorrow, um, cast your vote, and uh, we'll see what happens. Um, enjoy the rest of your weekend, ladies and gentlemen. Um, take care and be safe. And... Um, Give your loved ones a hug. Tell them that you love them. Thank you for joining me. This is the Truckers Podcast. I'm your host, Doug, from London, Ontario, Canada. Take care, everybody. Be safe. Be well. Behave. Thank you.